Hi, everybody. Woo. Good morning again. This is the morning <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> the coffee what and social media. Yeah, the so- social media and coffee podcast. <laughs> oh, God. You're listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. I'm Carrie, and have a have a cup of coffee with us yeah. today, because we haven't had margaritas in months. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have margaritas, but I just, I can't have one right now. I'm going to get my hair cut later, and I have to drive for that. Hey, so. I just got my hair cut, too. It's gone, man. It's oh, gone. Nice. It's all gone. Mine is driving me fucking nuts, and, like, it... My bangs got so bad, like they were all the way down to my chin. So I oh cut them. I cut them on Saturday. You night. cut them yourself? Oh no! I did. I actually didn't do too bad. Like I didn't nice. go. I didn't go like super short, but I I cut them just enough so that they'd stay like under my headband. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I actually didn't do that bad. Nice. Yeah. That's impressive. Thanks. I cut all of my hair off. Nice. It's up. It just just touches my shoulders now. Aw. <laughs> it was time. I couldn't even get a brush through my hair anymore. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, mine's getting was there. Out of control. I didn't I had the last time I got it cut was July before Remy was born. Oh wow. Yeah. Mine's been so, yeah, it's been it's been a minute and I actually made my next appointment before I left the salon this time because I was oh. like, I lose track of time and then I wait till I can't stand it anymore and then I have to wait another 3 weeks because I have to wait for you to like have an opening. Yeah. So let's like <laughs> let's nip this in the bud. So like I know I want to get in before we go to the beach. I'm going to go pink again before we go to the beach. Yeah. So we went ahead and booked that before I left. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I haven't yeah, I haven't had my hair cut since August. Yeah, it's time. It's yeah. time. My hair grows like a weed. It was down past my, like, bra in the back. Wow. And, um, yeah, like, I, you know, you just, like, go to, like, run your hair through, like, the run your fingers through the bottom of mm-hmm. every now and then. Yeah, it would turn into dreadlocks. Oh. And just, like, snarls. Like, I would go to, like, put it in a braid before I laid down at night and couldn't even get like three strands to make a braid without having to like attack a rat's nest at one point i was like fuck it i'm cutting it all off tomorrow Mm. and i just ripped it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's gone yay gone 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 yeah my my poor hairstylist was like oh wow yeah you needed this real bad (laughs) she was like oh this is awful (laughs) (laughs) oh thank god i i text now it's it's the cut that i've been trying to get for two years oh yay she finally perfected it and now i can just like get out of the shower scrunch some mousse some mousse in it and it looks perfect and i'm done (sighs) i texted my mom because uh when i cut my bangs because there was a lot of hair in the trash can and i was like just so you know i just cut my bangs (laughs) and she didn't have a mental breakdown (laughs) Well, I kind of did. Well, but you know how that they do that on like in movies and stuff. Where yeah. The, like people have mental breakdowns and then they like cut all their hair off in the sink. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then they're all like jaggedy. But then yeah. in the next scene, they're like apparently a professional stylist because it looks super cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my mom was just like, well, how did that go? <laughs> I was like, not that bad. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to get my hair cut today. I feel like a new person. It's like, I feel like I've lost 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was so much hair. <laughs> she she cut a bunch off before she colored it, and, she, and there was so much hair on the ground. She was like, I know, that's not even all I'm going to cut, and I haven't thinned it yet either. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it always takes like three hours when I wait that long. Yeah. Ugh, it was just crazy. But I'm happy, finally. Oh. <sighs> feel like a new person. Good. I'm glad. I hope the same for you. Oh, thank you. I will. And well, I got, it's springtime. Yeah. Got a really pretty colored There's... one on it after we cut it. Yay. And I picked up my cap and gown yesterday. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Oh. Yeah, I'm so ready. The busy to be times done. are coming to a close. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the rushed off our feet times are coming to a close. Yep. For you, I don't know if it's <laughs> anywhere near coming to a close for me ever again. No. So. <laughs> you have a child now. Yeah, no, probably not ever again. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Lord. Well, today. We have an interesting topic. Oh, yes. We are still it's a fun celebrating. One, though. Yeah, we are still celebrating International Women's Month. Um, and I am having my coffee out of my mug that says Empowered Women, Empower Women. Yay. So I'm on brand today. <laughs> um, so i don't know if we really want to do the spooky voice for this but no we don't we don't need to but this week we're talking about revenge Revenge porn porn. i mean that could have used a spooky voice it's pretty spooky yeah revenge porn (laughs) (laughs) it's really fucked actually it's so fucked (laughs) um so yeah. this isn't going to be super hilarious, but it is going to be one of those that we get to rage no. about. No, we can we can rage joke. Yeah. Because men are trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are very few men that are valid. Very few. Yes. They are a minority. Mm-hmm. And by few, we mean like a couple, couple hundred thousand, <laughs> maybe. Maybe less. Maybe less. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, so I've got a little bit of background and then a little bit of current. Okay. Stuff about how the pandemic is making it worse, which is really fun. Oh, yikes. So, um... Let's dive in, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who don't know what revenge porn, because I had to, I thought I knew what it was. I had to confirm it with Kay yesterday. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's this, right? I wanted to make sure I typed the right thing into my search engine. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, we're going to start at our good friend Wikipedia. So revenge porn is the distribution of sexually explicit images or videos of individuals. No, I'm not doing a software update. Mm -hmm. um, without their consent. So the sexually explicit images or video may be made by a partner in an intimate relationship with the knowledge and consent of the subject at the time. Or it may be made without their knowledge, which is super fucked. Yeah. Um, so what that means is like you're in a relationship with someone, you decide to make a sex tape together because it's hot so you can watch it later. That's a thing people do. Mm -hmm. You do you. Um, it's, I've planned to do that before and then I was in a car wreck and couldn't follow through. So, oh. um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it is hot. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've also in that relationship, I did send explicit photos to that, to that partner so thank god i was lucky it's been hanging over my head ever since though um but yeah. i was lucky in that he did not choose to distribute those as revenge we had a pretty amicable breakup um <laughs> so thank god i got lucky but it's out there and it's scary yeah because um at the time of course like that was consensual and that was an intimate thing that we did together mm -hmm. um the problem is that when it uh when you when your relationship terminates sometimes that partner decides to spread it to the public mm -hmm. as as which is what we call in the biz a uh, dick move <laughs> so um <laughs> this is something that also happened a few years ago where a bunch of uh images what was it people hacked people somebody hacked a bunch of actresses email accounts or something yeah. or like well, they and, hacked um, their computers and, like, phones and stuff. And then posted, like, a bunch of intimate pictures. Like, I think, I know that Jennifer Lawrence was one of the, was one of the victims. I can't mm -hmm. remember who the other people were, but, yeah, it was, it was not cool. Yeah. And everyone was like, well, you're in the public eye. What do you expect? And she was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I expect for my privacy to be respected because yeah. that was for my boyfriend. And, at the, you know, of course, her boyfriend wasn't, her ex was not the one who posted it. It was a hacker. Yeah. Which is even more fucked and stupid. Also, like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess to sell to tabloids for money? I don't, I don't know. That's so selfish and horrible. Yeah. People are the worst. I, um, at my old college that I was at, um, I was on the Student Government Association board, and one of the um, representatives that was there um, brought to our attention that uh, a leader of one of our computer clubs had been bragging about how he had hacked into people's webcams and was watching <gasps> women while they were undressing. Uh, and that had to be brought to our Title IX coordinator's attention, who was also the advisor for the Student Government oh. Association. Um, you know, they make little thingies you can buy. You can, of course, just put a sticky note over it. Yeah. But um, they make these little things now that you can buy that are they're either magnetic or, I don't know, they're like a reusable thing that's like actually for that purpose. Yeah. To cover, I, to, like, to cover your webcam. I have one. In I my have Amazon one somewhere. Part. <laughs> I haven't bought it yet. Um, but I'm after this, to. after yeah. this research, you were like, I'm going to cover this up. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, that's not a bad plan. I have one somewhere. It's in. We got one as like a sample when I was at my old job, and I have oh, nice. no idea where it is. 
so I may buy one too. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty cheap but, on Amazon. I just haven't yeah. done it yet. Okay, so um, lost my place. Um, not infrequently, the victim, be it male or female, has been subject has been subjected to v- sexual violence, often fa- often facilitated by narcotics. Um, rape drugs which also which also cause a reduced sense of pain involvement in the dissolved in the dissolved sorry haven't (laughs) read that word in a while the dissolved sexual act dissociated effects and amnesia so there's also a thing where people video people drug their victims rape them video it and then like show it to them or post it later yeah sex tape which is even darker. Um, <laughs> Super fucked. The possession of the material may be used by the perpetrators to blackmail. Oh, that happens in uh, Horrible Bosses. Oh, really? Yes. Jennifer Aniston is a horrible sexual predator. Uh-huh. She does an amazing job. She's so hilarious. But <laughs> she's um, she's like preying on Charlie Day's character. He's a hygienist and he works for her. And they, it's a place where you like go get knocked out and they te- clean your teeth, which uh-huh. is what I really want to do because I'm terrified to go back to the dentist. <laughs> um, so, but she, um, I guess she knocked him out and then she took a bunch of pictures of him, of them together. Oh. She was like doing stuff to him and like was using it as blackmail to try and get him to sleep with her or she would leak the photos to his wife. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, you know the premise of that movie was that they all have horrible bosses and they're going to try and murder them, right? No. Oh, it's hilarious. It's so good. Oh, I can't wait. You've got to watch watch. It's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) One day you're going to come visit me and then (laughs) we'll watch the unrated version because I have it and it's funnier. Okay. Okay. Um, So the possession of the material... Did I read that part? The possession of the material may be used by the perpetrators to blackmail the subjects into performing other sex acts, which is what we just said, um, to coerce them into continuing the relationship, which is why. Yeah. That's that's why I want to be with someone, because they have to be, because I'm ensnaring them. (laughs) That makes for a comfortable and happy relationship. Oh, people are idiots. Um... Or to, conti- or to punish them for ending the relationship, um, to silence them, to destroy their reputation, and or for financial gain. Which is... So that's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot there. A lot to unpack. Um, so in the wake of civil lawsuits and the increasing numbers of reported incidents, legislation has been passed in a number of countries and jurisdictions to outlaw this practice. Thank God. Um, though approaches have varied, and that's largely from what I kind of <laughs> cursor cursorily read mm-hmm. in my research, mm-hmm. um, there's a lack of knowledge and a lack of training of the police in this particular area. Yeah, I've heard so, that too. a lot of times, the investigate, like as far as investigations go and things like that, they're just out of their depth. Yeah. And so that's where we need to reallocate some resources because our world is changing and more and more crimes are happening online and more and more crimes are happening via computers and things like that, that, mm-hmm. that our, our, our investigators need to be more up to date on that kind of investigating 
as opposed to busting down people's doors and kicking them in the face and shooting them. So, um, just saying, um, another lecture for another day. (laughs) So, um, do, 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 oh, I lost my place again. Crap. Um, oh, okay. So the practice has also been described as a form of psychological abuse, of course, domestic violence, and as well as a form of sexual abuse. All of those are true. Yeah. Um, especially in the case of it being uh, rape that was that was videoed um, while the person was drugged. Mm-hmm. That's, of course, sexual abuse. Um, domestic violence, 100%, and psychological abuse... that you're a hundred percent emotionally abusing your partner if you're using blackmail to keep them there or ex-partner whatever it is that's emotional abuse blackmail is emotional abuse (laughs) Mm -hmm. so done um especially if you're trying to coerce blackmail someone you wouldn't call it blackmail (laughs) no do you remember when phyllis took over the Oh, in order for it to be blackmail, I think it would have to be a formal letter. (laughs) (laughs) Angela just does anything I tell her because I saw her and Dwight doing it. Angela's having sex with Dwight. I love that part. Yes. And Dwight, why are you all so surprised? Yeah. <laughs> also wanted to thank everyone for lying to my face. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So the term revenge porn generally refers to the uploading of this sexually explicit material to humiliate and intimidate the subject who has broken off the relationship. The term is often is also often misused to describe non-revenge scenarios including non-consensual pornography distributed by hackers or by individuals seeking profit for notoriety or notoriety. So it is a little bit different than when they, they hacked the actress's accounts and things like that. But Mm -hmm. I think we're splitting hairs. Yeah. To be honest, just, that's just my opinion. That sounds like splitting hairs to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course it's, I think it's, I I think they're wanting to separate it because it's not coming necessarily from a place of revenge because they weren't in a relationship with that person they're just like trying to get money yeah so like i kind of get it but the punishment needs to be the same yeah you know what i'm saying it's equally as disgusting and equally as abhorrent Mm -hmm. and the the crime I, i don't i don't know what what the like what the actual punishment is i'm sure it's just a fucking misdemeanor because yeah. this country hates women but um and of course of course this can happen to men too but um but also there's this attitude of like well if you don't want it out there don't send it exactly there's a stigmatization of that mm-hmm. and that is a very old mentality i think mm-hmm. pre-cell phone man- mentality you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there was a lot of stigma surrounding, you know, when Playboy first came out and things like that. The, the, there, there's an art form to posing nude. Yeah. And there's beauty and there's confidence in that. There, there are lots of women who get bored boudoir photo, uh, you know, photo shoots done and things like that for the, you know either as wedding gifts for their partners or just Mm -hmm. for themselves 
to feel good about themselves because they've worked really hard. Like maybe they lost a lot of weight and they worked really hard and they want to they want to celebrate that because they feel good. Um, There's lots of women who do boudoir style photos when they're pregnant, which I think is beautiful. And I also saw on one of my I'm in a lot of like breastfeeding Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. And I um, there was one that I saw where she did one post-pregnancy which is amazing so it was a lot of like breastfeeding photos and a lot of photos of her like postpartum body yeah like just like celebrate celebrating it and I that's amazing that helps with your body positivity so much and I think we're starting to get away so like to the point I think that we as our generation at least recognize that as a celebration and as like something that's acceptable whereas people who are older than us generally view that as gross and deviant and so we're still in the half and half camp it's one of those places where we're our country is straddling that line because the people in charge are the older people who think it's gross Mm -hmm. and are going to be condescending about that um because they see it as sexually deviant behavior (laughs) and the rest of us are like fuck you yeah (laughs) what are you talking about like like Especially everyone during has done quarantine it, and things like that when you're dating somebody and you can't be together because of quarantine right now what else are you gonna fucking do yeah you know <laughs> it's gonna lead to skype sex mm-hmm. and phone sex and sexting and things like that there's gonna be a lot more virtual sexual acts happening mm-hmm. than there were before because we there have been travel bans and things not so much now because of the vaccine thank the lord yeah but it uh, things are starting to to chill back out a little bit hopefully we'll see i heard europe got a little weird but we'll see yeah um (laughs) fingers crossed everyone pray um (laughs) burn some sage um (laughs) so there's just a lot more and and as as those things increase so then do internet crimes cyber crimes mm-hmm. like cyber stalking um and things like that so victims whose images expose them to they they can expose them to workplace discrimination cyber stalking physical attack um because they get leaked to the public and then people are crazy and they show up at this and they find ways to track you down and show up at your house because mm-hmm. if you weren't asking to be raped you shouldn't have leaked your fo- your nude photo to the public yeah <laughs> people are fucked i'm not saying that that's the mentality no, of certain no we know banana <laughs> bananas individuals um <laughs> who are out of their gourd yeah who decide to read some, which we talked about a lot in our in some of in our stalker episodes mm-hmm. um we, we talked about that. Go back to episode one. There are people that read signs and signals into things where there are no signs or signals. <laughs> so it, it yeah. puts people... It's very dangerous. This practice is dangerous. It's fucked. It's low. Well... And it's a crime. Mm-hmm. Well, um, with that being said, sometimes they don't even have to dig very far. Like, these no. people that do revenge porn will, like, put... A woman's full name, her address, her workplace, Mm -hmm. her phone number, everything with those pictures. This happened to a friend of mine. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, this happened to a friend of mine. I, of course, will not say their name, but their partner, they caught their partner cheating. They are an open-minded individual and floated the 
possibility of, okay, well, let's talk about this. Should we open our marriage up? Like, do you want to explore this side of your sexuality? Like, what do what do, because we have children together. Like, what do you want to, we need to find a way to make this work. I still, I still love you, you know, like, yeah. Uh, like let's let's try and come to a consensus here mm-hmm. um their partner continued to lie even though they had physical evidence of the affair um this person was masquerading as straight when they were not mm-hmm. um <laughs> and um which i mean my my friend is bi so they were like okay well let's explore this let's talk about it let's find a healthy way for you to be who you are yeah you know like um and they continued to be deceptive and so (laughs) when my friend then found I, i don't i don't know what led to this but eventually their partner decided to post pictures of my friend all over porn sites oh no and uh they are wildly identifiable they have tattoos all over their body (laughs) so it's not like it's not like there was any plausible deniability there yeah. <laughs> of like, oh, that could be whoever. No, it was 100% this person. And yeah, that, of course, then led to divorce. Oh, um, yeah. Because fuck you. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it, it's it, it's very, very dangerous. It's very dangerous. And it, it was on a place where, of course, like everyone who is local could find it. Mm-hmm. Every creepy weirdo who gets on these amateur porn sites you you know like whatever like do your thing I don't care what your fetish is like porn isn't my thing I get that it's a thing for a lot of people Mm -hmm. obviously people like it because it's a booming industry pay for your porn yeah and like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like don't if you're gonna go that route like let's not support revenge and potential underageness and like there's a lot of really seedy places where you can get free porn but it's like meh. yeah i guess it's like i guess that's a weird thing to ask like you could at least try and feel good about your porn <laughs> you know what i mean like get it from the honest people yeah not you know it's just it's whatever well that's a whole tangent but it's it's not it's so layered and complicated. I don't even know where I was going with that. But it's, yeah, I, I've known people who have been victims of this. I've seen people, we've seen it in the media. I could have potentially been a victim of this. Thank God I wasn't. Yeah. You know, it's. Like the right thing to is, do when you break up, when you and someone break up it. is delete them. Delete it. Yeah. Or keep it for yourself in a private folder to mm-hmm. depress yourself later. I don't give a shit what you mm-hmm. do. But just don't share it with anybody. But don't share it. <laughs> like any any one that I've ever gotten, I've deleted. Because like I don't even like I don't want like someone hacking my what, phone. What like dick pics? What are you talking about? Yeah, one that you've gotten. Yeah. Oh, I've I've Ugh. gotten them before. Can we just like say that dick pics? Like <laughs> no one wants a dick pic unless no. you're a gay man. <laughs> no. No one. No, that I don't know why that's a move. Don't send an unsolicited dick pic to a woman. Nope. That is assault. Especially don't do it when they've told you they don't want to see it. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> also, Multiple sorry, times. your penis is not pleasing to the eye. No. No one is attracted to the look of a penis. <laughs> <laughs> no one has looked at a penis and been like, oh, I must have you. <laughs> <laughs> Send a picture of your, like, abs and chest. Yeah. And arms. And sexy beard stubble. Yeah. I don't want to see your penis. <laughs> End of story. End of rant. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see it. <laughs> Unless you are a gay man, that is another issue. Yes. <laughs> that is an instance where... That is a culture, the hookup culture in gay male, cult, in, in the gay male community is different. Mm-hmm. That's its own thing. <laughs> that is for them. Straight women do not want to see your penis. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Bisexual women do not want to see your penis. <laughs> gay women do not want to see your penis. <laughs> they really don't want to see. That won't make them straight. Nope. I promise you. <laughs> nope. In fact, it will make them gayer. <laughs> yes. Like, congratulations. <laughs> you go, I don't want that anywhere near me. <laughs> the end. Anyway. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. Okay. So given the practice by some companies of searching for potential sources of bad publicity, meaning like people... You know, there's companies they'll like go and check your Facebook and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is why it's important to make sure your Facebook is private. Yep. <laughs> um, because like, yeah, I've still got pictures up from when I was in college, and yes, there is alcohol in my hand. I like to drink. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean that other that everyone in the world needs to see that, mm-hmm. and that's not my company's business. Yeah. So I make it private. Don't make your Facebook public you it just it opens you the way that Facebook is nowadays like it opens you up to all kinds of weird stuff I've even gotten I I made my my Instagram public when we started this podcast and I've been sent porn and stuff because of it like I wish that I could go back and make it private but I mean I just delete messages now if it's from strangers to be honest with you yeah me too um but so a lot of them are like porn bots I think because yeah they are quite a few too they are. Um, so many victims of revenge porn have lost their jobs and found themselves effectively unhirable. Yeah. So that's the real fucked part of this. Besides, like, just privately being humiliated, now you can lose your job, too? Like, fuck you! How is that worth it? How is your broken heart worth completely ruining someone's life? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's like a well. If they're like broken and can't, like, they'll come back. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's abusive, and you should look exactly. at that in yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some academics argue that the term revenge porn should not be used, and instead that it should be referred to as image-based sexual abuse, which is fine and legally it probably should be labeled that. Yeah, because then that would encompass hacking as well hacking for monetary gain as well but i think the street name we can continue to call it revenge porn yeah like who's gonna call it image-based sexual abuse it kind Mm -hmm. of waters it down a little bit to be honest with you yeah um 
So jurisdictions which have which have passed laws against revenge porn include Italy, Israel, Germany, and the United Kingdom, Canada, 40 out of 50 states in the United States, of course, plus both Washington, D.C. and the U.S. military. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Australia has also passed a law at the Commonwealth level that commenced on September 1st, 2018. Um the Australian states and the territories of South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales, the Australian Capital Territory, the Northern Territory, Queensland, Western Australia, and Tasmania have co- have complementary state-level laws that criminalize this behavior. And furthermore, Australia also has a civil penalties scheme. So Australia is taking it seriously. Australia apparently. does take shit seriously. I'm impressed Australia with Australia. Australia has some fucked up shit that happens. Yeah. And they calm down hard. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed with what they've done as far as Scientology over there. Oh, They're me just too. like, nah, not having it. Mm-hmm. Get out. I think they've done the same with the Jehovah's Witnesses, actually. Yeah. Um, They're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, it's just funny. I think that because they were, like, primarily a penal colony, mm-hmm. they just, like, aren't fucking around. Yeah. They're just like, no. No. <laughs> we know what you're doing. <laughs> we're all and criminals like, over here we're all like no but jesus and, and it's just like oh stop it no. oh god i, um, I okay. did a paper on scientology and like their tax-free or their tax-exempt status for sociology mm-hmm. and i was doing some research and i came across this thing uh it was like a little article written in like 1984 I think it was around the time that Scientology was starting to, like, get big here. Oh, yeah. Like, get a lot of attention. And it was talking about how, like, churches even getting any type of tax-exempt status is, like, against the law of, like, the law of religion. Because it shouldn't even be, or it shouldn't even be looked at as an organization because it's not one. Like, it's... I, I I don't know. I'm not explaining it very well. Um, it's been a few a few days since <laughs> I've done this paper. Um, but like, yeah, it's basically it anyway. throws the First Amendment out of the window when you're talking about um church churches. Oh, the separation of church and state. Yeah, thing or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so here's my article. Let's talk about how it's going now. Mm-hmm. How, how quarantine has made this worse. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is an article that I found from the Washington Post. Um, called, And it's the title is, Revenge porn was already commonplace. The pandemic has made things even worse. Um, so this was written by Jessica Goldstein. And it was published October 29th of 2020. So. Okay. Right in the thick of things. Um, <laughs> So in the middle of March, Annie, oh God, (laughs) I forgot about this last name, Cephala. That's what I'm going to say. It's probably wrong. Okay. But, and this, and this last name, by the way, is also throughout the entire article. (laughs) So I... I fucked myself on this one. So um, Annie Cephala and her colleagues at Victims Rights Law Firm, um... C.A. Goldberg, vacated their offices in Brooklyn Heights and began working from home indefinitely. 
The firm serves survivors of sexual violence, including victims of non-consensual pornography, which is sometimes called revenge porn, based on the notion that perpetrators are jilted men sharing graphic images of their exes as a form of retaliation. Many of those who work many of those who work at the firm, including Cephala and founder Carrie Goldberg, have been have been victims of such crimes themselves. Of course. Yeah. Yes, all men. Um, (laughs) Soon after they settled into their makeshift home offices, it hit them. Quote, It only took us one day before we all looked at each other and said, This is going to be bad, (laughs) Cephala said. With vast numbers of Americans isolated at home and and on their devices 24-7 against a backdrop of escalating unemployment and rampant stress, Mm -hmm. the climate is ripe for tech abuse. Just as stay-at-home orders have jeopardized the safety of people trapped with physically abusive partners, this new social distancing way of li- this new social distancing way of life made would-be victims of non-consensual pornography more vulnerable to attack. So Cephala braced herself for an onslaught of cases. Within days, it arrived. Quote, all the work in front of us was helping people who were, all the work in front of us was helping people who were in imme- who were in immediate crisis. And that looked like and that looked like nude victims of non-consensual pornography and other types of tech abuse, she said. It's not just that victims are more vulnerable, she added. Abuses abusers are going to abuse, Cephala mm-hmm. said, whether there's a pandemic raging or not. And abusers with time on their hands and nothing to lose, oftentimes they are the hardest to defeat and the hardest to escape. Even before COVID-19, non-consensual pornography, or NCP as, as they call it, um, was remarkably commonplace. One in 25 Americans has been a victim of threats or posts of nearly nude or nude images without their permission, according One to the Center 25? for Image. One in 25? One in 25. Oh my God. And that's just Americans. That's men. That's women. I'm sure that's children. We had to have an assembly when I was in a teacher because Snapchat happened. Yeah. And kids are using Snapchat and sending dick pics. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's safe because it gets deleted. No, it doesn't. People can screenshot that shit. Mm-hmm. Also, it turns you into a criminal because you're distributing child pornography. Yep. That's a federal crime. There was a huge ordeal with that when I was in high school. Like, someone sent a picture of um, her lady bits uh, to to someone, and he uh, sent that to a bunch of people because he was not a great person. A high school student? Yep. Without a fully developed brain and an asshole, mm-hmm. as most teenage boys are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because when you're a teenager, your brain can't fully comprehend the consequences of what you're doing. You're just like, Mer! and you just lash out and do it, and then you're like, oh, fuck. Yep. And the internet makes that a lot more dangerous. It's not just passing notes like when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, it just reminds me of sex education. Yeah. It's my vagina. <laughs> it's my vagina. It's Such a good show. I can't wait for the vaginas. third season. <laughs> it can't be all of your vaginas. You don't have a vagina. Oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. Um, 
da, 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 da. I lost my place. I feel again. bad. Like, that guy is not a horrible person now, but that was not a Not great, cool. It was not a good thing that he did. No. We're um, all horrible people when yeah. we're teenagers. Like, let's just go ahead and say that. Yeah. All of you are assholes. <laughs> when we're teenagers, we're assholes. We're yeah. going through puberty. There's a lot of hormones. Your brain's developing, and it's not developed. You have all, all this freedom, and you're, like, trying to figure out. You think you know everything. It's just... It's a recipe for being a primetime dick. Yeah. <laughs> primetime dick. <laughs> and what happens in high school should stay in high school, but when the internet's involved, it never does. Nope. So think before you click. Think before you post. All right. So <laughs> you post it online, it stays forever. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> So one in 25 Americans has been a victim of threats or posts of nearly nude or nude images without their permission, according to the Center for Innovative Public Health Research. Recent years have seen a few headline-making cases, including that of former rep Katie Hill. Which we've talked about um, on here. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything. Whose career <laughs> was derailed last fall in a scandal that involved non-consensual pornography, along with her affair with the support... Oh, that's right! I remember mm-hmm. that. Okay. Um, along with her affair with a subordinate. She resigned after explicit p- photographs of her and a female staffer with whom she and her then-husband were engaged in a relationship. That's right, they were throupling. I yeah. forgot about that. Um, were published by conservative website Red State and Daily Mail newspaper. I'm sorry, but your political views? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. With, like conservative people going after uh, that's so fucking dirty Mm -hmm. can we just clean house (laughs) in our government can we just clean house make your salary reasonable so that it's not a bunch of rich dicks make it illegal to take handouts from businesses and like make this country run properly like that would be amazing anyway um (laughs) just like do your job instead of ruining each other's lives that would be amazing We're fucking dying here. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, give us universal health care and get your head out of your asses. Yep. <laughs> While victims still... F- all of those people that leaked that shit are probably, like, pedophiles and rapists themselves. So, oh, like, yeah, let's probably. not, like, get on our high horses too much with that. Like, oh, well, she deserved it. No, they're all dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they're all disgusting. <laughs> They're all doing worse, more than likely. There needs to be term limits. Because that's what people who are repressed do. Yes. All of those people who are like, oh my God, let's ban homosexuality and being trans and all that stuff. All those people that are all against all that probably have like three women chained up in their basement at this moment. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you're that much of like a perfectionist to the public, you've got some dark skeletons in your closet. (laughs) 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 Um, So while victims still face career upending stigma, perpetrators rarely face meaningful consequences. Of course, this is like back in the 70s when rape was a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. Even when they're caught. In August, a 19-year-old who admitted to threatening and distributing revenge porn won a Democratic primary and is now the party's candidate for a seat in the Kansas House of Representatives. Oh my god. Not cool. 
I hate I'm going to guess it's a man because anything that women do that's slightly deviant, quote unquote deviant, I don't use the t- term deviant, but that's what they use out there. Anything that's remotely deviant that a woman does ends her career, but a dude can go sleep with seven seven pigs and an alligator and it's <laughs> fine. Elect and, and, you know, they might even be on the Supreme Court. Anyway, um... <laughs> The voluntary exchange of intimate content was also a nearly universal practice pre-pandemic. In a 2015 survey, more than four out of five adults said that they send or receive explicit texts and photos. I actually was talking to some of my friends at work, and um, they were talking about how when you have kids, like, you can't do that anymore. Because your kids know how to use your phone better than you. Uh Uh-huh. And you'll just, like, pass your phone off to be like, hey, text your dad real quick. And then it says, like... I want your right, your rock hard cock, like right there, <laughs> in a in a text message, and you're oh like, God. oh God! Or she was talking about how like you'll put it on if you link your phone with Bluetooth or whatever. It'll when you're driving, it'll like read your texts out loud. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like dirty stuff being read, and you're like, oh God! How do you stop it? <laughs> it's like being read out loud in your car. Oh God, yeah. Well, you pick up your kids. Yeah, not good. So they were like, yeah, we can't, we, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, so that, consens- that consensual sharing, quote, can be totally lovely, said Danielle Citron, a legal scholar and author who was awarded a 2019 MacArthur Foundation Genius Grant for her work on digital privacy and cyber harassment. High five. Nice. Badass ladies. Um, quote, we share that we share for this socially valuable reason to create trust with each other, which is true. Like when you send someone a photo like that, it's showing trust. You're trusting that they're not going to do this to you. Yeah. Just like when you hook up with someone, you're trusting that they don't have a webcam hidden in their room. Exactly. We shouldn't lose or like, what was that shit? You see it on sitcoms a lot, like as a joke where um people give teddy bears that have like webcams hidden in them oh god to, yeah to people you know what i'm talking about yep seriously <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see a lot of farts if you're like spying on me <laughs> just saying it's not real sexy yeah um <laughs> when people think they're alone there's a lot of farts um we share for this socially we shouldn't lose that recognition we shouldn't lose that recognition that this sharing is part of love and intimacy we should be able to do that safely you know Mm -hmm. um as a result as recently as six years ago only three states had revenge porn laws revenge revenge porn laws since then they have been enacted in 46 46 states and the district of columbia Quote, on the one hand, we've made an incredible amount of progress, said Citron. Quote, that doesn't mean that we have solved the, does that mean that we have solved the problem? Of course not. No. As Cephala explained, modern domestic violence almost always involves a form of tech abuse. Mm-hmm. Nowadays. Um, quote, the Venn diagram overlaps almost completely. She's heard from many women who initially used self-quarantine to escape abusive relationships. They were able to go into hiding and work remotely. Quote, shortly after quarantine, they started getting threats from the abuser. 
If they didn't re- if they didn't reconcile or go back or get back together, the abuser would show their intimate photos to their job. Cephalus said, and her job is her only lifeline, the only thing providing her with freedom and safety. Yeah. And if that's that fucked. avenue of Yeah. If that avenue I I can even see it being a thing where like you're sleeping and like you're this abusive partner like pulls up your shirt and pulls your pants down and takes a picture of you and then keeps that as like backup revenge porn. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it could it, it, the trust that happens when you live when you share a space with someone is astronomical. Like you have to trust that this is not a horrible human. Yeah. It's it's just it's so scary. If that avenue of harassment is not productive, often Cephalus says employments are really supportive of victims in this situation. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, abusers will impersonate their victim on social media sites and dating apps. I've heard of a lot of cases of that happening. Oh, and yeah. Expose, and expose the explicit content through those channels. Um, Cephala has also heard from clients who are being attacked again by, by quote, abusers they haven't heard from in a long time. The victim felt like they were out, they were out from under it and the offender showed back up again. And I don't think it's a coincidence that it was timed with COVID. No. You get back in your house and you start thinking about shit. And mm-hmm. then you're like, you know what? I'm going to go fuck with Anna down the street or whatever. Yeah. You know what? That bitch deserves it. Awful. Just like how all the rest of us were like, oh my God, let me take, we would sit there and drink wine and just be like, oh, let's sit and abuse myself for the past 10 years of bad, be- of bad decisions or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's go back to elementary school and think about how embarrassing everything was. <laughs> that's what my brain does. I don't know if that's what anyone else's brain does. Um, <laughs> Uh, Um, Before the coronavirus pandemic hit, the Washington Post began speaking with two women who were alleged victims of MCP. Mm -hmm. One of these women expected to see her case closed by now. Instead, she has yet to be deposed because of COVID-related delays. The other saw the first half of her senior year of high school derailed by an intimate video taken without her knowledge and spread without her consent. Because the pandemic prompted her school to close, she continued to struggle with depression, compounded by the isolation of at-home learning. Their stories speak to the aftermaths of being a victim of this particular crime, the long, often frustrating path of seeking justice, and how, as time passes, their trauma evolves but endures. They both understand what it's like to live with what Cephala describes as the constant looming threat of being violated anew whenever their abuser feels like it. Yeah. Because those it are... it robs... Sorry, what? Because those videos are forever. They can pop back up as many times as they want. Like... Mm-hmm. It's about- Even if you delete it from your computer, you can, like, dig down in there and find it again. Mm-hmm. Like... Unless you go out and smash your hard drive with a hammer and set it on fire, I, th- I think it's it's still salvageable. Yeah. Especially since everything is backed up nowadays to, like, the clouds cloud. and things. Yeah. It robs people of all sense of normalcy and all peace of mind, she said. 
Uh, Caitlin C. doesn't know how the photos got online. The post does not identify, by the way, the po- it says the post does not identify victims of sexual misconduct without their consent. The subject, this subject agreed to, u- to the use of her first name and the last initial for this story. Just so everyone knows. Yeah. Um, she says she sent them only to her ex-boyfriend when they were together. And he told her he doesn't know either. But well, he told her he doesn't know either. But in March 2018... 14 intimate photos of her were posted with on Anon IB, an anonymous image board notorious for trafficking in non-consensual pornography. Oh, God. See, this is where, like, our police force and, like, investigators need to be trained in how to find where that shit originated from and shut it down. There yeah. shouldn't be a place to post this shit. Absolutely Her breasts, not. rear end, and genitals were exposed in some of the photos. In others, her face was visible. That's great. Um, as was common practice on the site, all the pictures were on a thread that shared her name and her hometown where her parents still live. Caitlin got a lawyer who was able to have the photos taken down within a week. The Dutch police seized Anon IB's servers later that year, effectively shutting the site down. Thank God. Good. But Caitlin shouldn't... But Caitlin could... But it's going to pop back up. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Because there's a fucking market for this. But Caitlin couldn't stop thinking about the number of people who may have seen the photos in that time. Who knows how many men had saved them on their computers? Because you can download and screenshot things. Yeah. Even if the site's taken down, people save that shit to their computers. Yep. Because they know that the site's going to get taken down. And Quote, then they I'll post never it know. Else. Exactly. I'll never know how many people will see them and if it will ever stop, she told the Post by phone. By subpoena, by subpoenaing the internet provider, Caitlin's attorney obtained the username and address of the individual who posted the photos. It belonged to a math teacher and tennis coach from Caitlin's former high school. Oh God! I'm sorry. (laughs) Quote: I just felt my stomach drop. She said. Caitlin was already struggling with the knowledge that her hometown had been listed with her pictures. Anytime she was home visiting family, quote, I was walking around feeling like every guy who stared at me had seen me naked. That's awful. That just makes me feel so sick. I feel so bad for her. Her hometown police were understanding, she said, but the teacher lived in a different country. Oh, no. So her case got kicked to that department, which declined to pursue criminal charges. So this guy got off scot-free. Of course. Caitlin said said the decision was justified to her by saying, quote, maybe someone else was using his Wi-Fi. No, I don't think so. What? No. (laughs) unsatisfied with that oh that's why we're not going to charge this guy you're not even going to investigate what the fuck unset we don't live in a sexist society um 
Unsatisfied with that outcome and worried about the safety of other women, Caitlin filed a, a civil lawsuit claiming a violation of the state's revenge porn statute, invasion of privacy, and emotional distress, alleging that his, quote, sole purpose of posting the pictures online was to humiliate and harass her. The lawsuit is, ongo is ongoing. The teacher has denied posting the photos in his official response to the complaint. Of course he did, because he's a liar. Yeah. And he's disgusting. Some days, Caitlin stayed home from work because she felt like she just couldn't function. Poor thing. Some Sometimes when she wanted to leave her apartment on her own, she would get nervous thinking about being alone and having any attention on her. So she would change plans and stay in. This is like the aftermath of what happens here, you guys. Like, we don't really think about this. And people brush it off as like, oh, we'll just forget about it. Like, who cares? It's still trauma. This is the trauma that happens when you feel like you've been violated and you have no idea who's seen it. Yeah. It's not just violate. It's not like a violation where you've been like raped or stalked by one person. It's public. Mm hmm. And you have no idea who was involved. So everyone around you becomes p a potential trauma, like a potential abuser as a, as an, like in your eyes. Yeah. Sometimes if a man spoke to her or looked at her in a bar a certain way, she would have a panic attack. Caitlin was slated to give her deposition in March, but because of pandemic related delays, everything is on hold. It's been about two years since she found out about the photos. Quote, it still affects me every day, she said. I think it's probably something that I'm going to deal with for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Poor thing. Because of one gross dude. People are the worst. Yes, they are. And who knows, who knows how this is affecting her in her work who knows what kind of work she could have gone like what potential she could have reached yeah. in her work or in her life that is now destroyed and we are now now our 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 her town her family her friends are like deprived of her light yeah. because of this because of one man and his gross penis okay mm -hmm. so <laughs> Research indicates that victims of non-consensual pornography experience similar trauma to sexual assault survivors. Yet even with NPC laws in place, Cephalus said, quote, law enforcement is not equipped to understand these new types of crimes. Yeah. They're not. Meanwhile, the message boards and other platforms that are often used to distribute revenge porn are generally protected from legal liability for user-posted consent by a 1996 law, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. To Cephala, she sees they, quote, have no incentive to be responsive to survivors. Victims are left holding all their trauma, and abusers know that. Young women in particular are victimized with, with the greatest frequency. According to the data from the Cyber Civil Rights Initiative, 90% of non-consensual pornography victims are women. Who's shocked? <laughs> Not me. Nobody. <laughs> Quote, if you look at any revenge porn site, 98% of the women featured of the people fit, sorry, <laughs> Freudian slip, 98% of the people featured are women, said Marianne Franks, president and legislative 
and tech policy director for, for of the Cyber Civil Rights Initiative. Quote, for a long time, the theory was, well, women are sending a lot more nude photos than men are. Not true. No. Men send way more nude photos than women do because of fucking dick pics. Revenge porn sites don't traffic in men's pictures. Because guess what? No one wants to see your penis. <laughs> Even those people don't want to see your penis. And I think women just immediately delete things like that. Yeah. Because they're like, I don't want a bunch of dicks on my on my phone. You know? Yeah. On top of being more likely to be victims of this crime, women also face greater social and cultural retribution than men do for taking these types of photos at all because of the double standard in our misogynistic culture. Mm -hmm. um, I added that last part. Um, <laughs> should their pictures be made public, women are more likely than men to be victim blamed, according to the to be victim blamed according to research from the cyber civil rights initiative. Quote: The first reaction is, why did she take the photo? Yeah. Said Cephala. The first reaction is not, why would someone do that to her? It's the what was she wearing response. Mm -hmm. It's the equivalent of what was she wearing. She shouldn't have been out at night. She shouldn't have been walking alone. Which you should be able to walk alone or wear whatever the hell we you We should want. all be allowed and to walk alone. I should yeah. be able to walk outside naked at two in the morning and not be raped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. What scans as a uniquely modern abuse is really a violation of the most traditional kind. A woman wants control over her body and a man takes it away. Yeah. Plain and simple. A woman whose top Google hit is a naked photo can struggle to find and keep employment and to start or maintain new relationships. Awful. If her photo is posted with any unidentifying information, such as her address, her physical safety is jeopardized as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and then in, parenthes in parentheses, it says, a 2014 study co-authored by Citron and Franks found more than 50% of survivors' full names and links to their social media profiles are posted with their naked photos on revenge porn sites. As were 20% of survivors' email addresses and phone numbers. That's awful. Email addresses and phone numbers. <laughs> Anyone with barely a bar of Wi-Fi can swiftly access pornography of an astounding variety. Yeah. Yet there continues to be a thriving marketplace for images obtained or disseminated against the will of the subject. We should look at that in ourselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As a... As a species. Quote, the fact that this is what people want, that the kind of frisson that you get from this is what she is that she didn't consent. That's about as close as you can get to an articulation of rape culture. Oh, yeah. Said Franks. That's literally saying what you should be getting off on is the fact that she didn't say yes to this. Yeah. Emma Denny says she still hasn't seen the video. She knows its basic contours. She knows that she's naked. She knows you can't see her face, but you can see her entire 
backside. Oh, God. She was, she was having sex with her boyfriend, looking away from him. When she turned around, he was holding up his phone, filming her. And then here in parentheses, the post is using Denny's full name with her permission as she wanted to speak out about her experience. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. They had been dating for over a year since March 12th, 2018, when they were both in high, when they were both high school sophomores in Bishop, California, where Denny had moved from Tilleride, Colorado the previous fall. They would fight and break up and get back together. That's pretty standard in high school, I'd say. <laughs> Quote, he was a very controlling person, Denny, 18, says now. She's 18 now, I guess. Um, quote, he wouldn't let me cut my hair. He wouldn't let me wear certain things. But he was my first love, she says. But I was afraid of him. That's she so told sad. him that it wasn't a, She told him that it wasn't okay to take a video and that he needed to stop. She remembers him saying, quote, I'm just going to save it for my personal keeping. I'm going to delete it later. That's never true. No. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> uh, quote, and he obviously didn't delete it later, Denny says, because he sent it to the entire football team. Oh, my God. The boy was charged as a juvenile, which is why the Post does not identify him by name. I'm guessing he was white. Oh, yeah. Because we only, for some reason, charge people of color who are underage as adults. This is a federal fucking crime. I cannot believe he was charged as a chi- uh, charged as a juvenile. Yeah. I mean, we should be charging juveniles as juveniles, but that's not consistent across the board. No. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I can't believe that this kid wasn't put in jail for the rest of his life. Denny found out about the video from a friend whose boyfriend was on the football team. Uh, The Post confirmed the existence of the video with a classmate who had also seen it. Denny Denny says that after telling the football coach who told the principal, the boy was suspended from school for a week. A week. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Expel him. Yeah. He's a rapist. Like, if you boil this down, he is a rapist. He is taking control of a woman's body without her consent. Yep. But even rapists get a slap on the wrist yep. at school if they're yep. athletes. Yep. 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 Oh, he was kicked off the football team, though. Oh, well, good. He, he, that's the next sentence. He was kicked off the football team, and his teammates spent months rallying, ultimately unsuccessfully, for his reinstatement. Oh, my God. All of them can go fuck themselves, too. Yep. What was that chant that they do at Yale or whatever? That's I like, don't want to. No means yes. Yes means butt stuff or something. No means yes. Yes means anal. Yes means anal. Yeah. We don't have a rape culture in this country. Yeah. <laughs> Keep America great. All right. Um, <laughs> Denny, I'm not surprised at all by that behavior, though. No. Nope. Not at all surprised. Denny and her mother also went to the police. The boy received six months probation, during which time he was ordered to, quote, stay away from Emma Denny. Do not contact by any means except for what is required for school and or work, according to the letter from the probation office to Denny's family. When contacted by the Post, the boy's father said, quote, one, my son was a minor. Two, he was never found guilty of anything. And three, the only thing that I know 
that I know is that they're suing us for money. This boy's father can also go fuck himself. Uh Uh-huh. If my son ever did something like this. (laughs) He would be dead. (laughs) You would have to dig him up in my backyard. (laughs) Metaphorically speaking. Of course, I would never murder my own child, but legally speaking, his ass would be grass. His ass would be grass. And you would be there to mow it. (laughs) Yes. Continually. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Denny's attorney, Bennett Kelly, has filed a lawsuit against the boy and his family for cyber exploitation, among other claims. Quote, I really have bad trust issues. I've, I've, I've really had some bad trust issues since then, Denny said. Uh, she yeah. felt betrayed by... Of course. She felt betrayed by his posting of the video and then rattled by the feeling that everyone at school had either seen it or heard about it. Quote, mm-hmm. I felt like they thought I was a different person. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt like they saw me as maybe, I don't know, a whore or a slut, even though that's not who I am. Unquote. Yeah. That's exactly what people see you as when you're in high school. That's what people think of people who have sex in high school. Mm-hmm. We've all been in high school. That's how people think. Exactly. I was scared to have sex in high school because I didn't want to be thought of as a slut or a whore. Also, I really didn't want to be pregnant in high school, so I never, yeah. you know. Also, like, didn't have some great options as far as, like, men. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. My taste wasn't great, so. <laughs> it's a really good thing I waited. Um, quote, I've got a lot of anger, said Julie Hemmen, Denny's mother. Quote, I felt devastated that my daughter is having, this is her, the girl's mom. So, um, I felt devastated that my daughter is having to go through this. I wish I could put my arms around her and protect her from this happening, but obviously I'm not able to, and I feel helpless. Yeah. Well, at least her mom's <sighs> now I just want to like... go hug my daughter. Do- now I just want to go hug my daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you about to say? Sorry. Uh, at least her mom's not like berating her for having sex in the first place. Seriously. Like, this yeah. is getting kind of long. I'm sorry, but I thought it was important. Um, no, it's okay. Before the explicit video was shared among her classmates, Denny and her ex-boyfriend had nearly identical class schedules. After she said that, after she said that seeing him made her feel sick and she did not want to spend her days surrounded by football players calling her a snitch. Yeah. Quote, it kind of sucked right after because everybody hated me, she said. Everybody thought I was the bad guy for actually sticking up for myself when in that entire relationship, I was never able to. I am so proud of her. Yeah. There are so many girls who would have crumpled under this, but we can also say thank God that we have a culture that's trying to empower women. Curb stomp that entire football team. Yeah. By the way. Yep. And all of their parents for allowing them to think that that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Before the COVID-19 crisis ended in, person cla- ended in person classes, the principal recommended she rearrange her schedule, and she was initially confused as to why she was the one who had to change her courses when he was supposed to be the one p- being punished. Yeah, exactly. 
The principal declined to comment. <laughs> the only class they still had together because it was offered just once a day was advanced digital images. Ironically enough. Jesus Christ. In mid-March, school closed down. Because of a staggered graduation schedule, Denny didn't see him at commencement either. She says that she was more depressed staying at home, isolated from her friends, with nothing to occupy her mind. Yeah. She's excited to move on with her life, taking a gap semester to to see through what she hopes is the end of the pandemic shutdowns before attending a trade school in Southern California with a cosmetology program. Though she is trying to stay focused on her future, quote, the trauma is still going to be stuck with me. Of course it is. Yeah. I quote, I feel that since it was my senior year of high school, it ruined it for sure. She said, oh, yeah. the whole entire incident just ruined everything. Most people have a perfect senior year and I didn't get to experience that. I would just stay in my room and I would cry for hours upon hours. Even though I was on medication at the time, I still felt like it wasn't enough. My friends even told me that I wasn't the same. I wouldn't eat. It was just difficult because I wanted to be hap- I wanted to be the happy Emma, but I just couldn't. Yeah. And that's it. That poor girl. So I hope that we all have a different outlook. Mm-hmm. I think we all knew that this was disgusting, but we can also see that it is highly stigmatized and this is a very easily victim blamed crime mm-hmm. and at least she's and it deserves to be taken as seriously as rape it's a good thing though that she's going into an industry where that's really not it's more it's it's female dominated yeah yeah so if this were to happen to this will not affect her career yeah. more than likely yes i agree because women tend to stick together. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it comes to this kind of shit. So. But it's something that you'll have to reveal to every employer before you get hired. Like, listen, this is out here. I have this abusive person. This is the whole story. So when he contacts you through a fake Twitter account and tries to get me fired, you know that it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> and we shouldn't have to do that. No one should have to do that. Nope. I feel like I need a break. What about you? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Let's take a quick break. Hi, everybody. We're back. Yeah. If I can get into my phone, that would be great. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm doing my notes on my phone. Um. So I I had a good article, but it kind of sounded a little bit like Carrie's second article, so I wanted to do something that was a little more personal, I guess, because that's kind of what I do on my end. Um, so this is from Vogue.uk or .co.uk um, and this was by Lauren Grace Evans and it was posted November 12, 2019. Um, I wanted to die. A Young Woman's Story of the Lasting Impact of Revenge Porn. It was August 2015, and I was at work when a friend texted me because she'd come across a Twitter account using my first name and some of my profile pictures. I had a look and saw a mixture of foot pictures that weren't mine, my profile pictures from Facebook, and Twitter and old nudes and half-nude pictures of me. I just lost Carrie. 
Hey. Call dropped. Just keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Um. At first, you don't understand what the hell is going on. I kept thinking, why would someone be impersonating me and how do I stop them? As I looked deeper, I realized the Twitter account had links to other social media accounts and to really gross amateur porn sites, too. Ugh. There were pictures of me all over the place. I couldn't oh, believe so gross. it. Right? Um, an hour later, I found the police. I'd heard of revenge porn, but didn't know that this was it. The police told me to gather evidence, which meant screenshotting everything. I had to I'm sorry, the police told her to gather evidence? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's <laughs> cool. Just tell other people to do their jobs. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have the training to do it, I guess. I know. Um, I, or they think it's not a big deal. Yeah. I had to trust a friend to do this because I couldn't. I was a mess. Well, of course not. Yeah. I didn't want to see the pictures or what people had written. That night, I had to call someone to come to my house for my own safety because of the feelings of self-blame. I just wanted to die. Oh, no. Two days later, the police sent a case officer to take a statement at my home. I was 23, and it was only four months after revenge porn had been made a crime. My caseworker said, At least you've learned your lesson now. I- What? Mm-hmm. I thought, if the police- I'm sorry. At least you've learned your lesson? Yeah. That's about as victim-blaming as- That's blatant victim-blaming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is awful. Oh, no. Um, my caseworker said, at least you've learned your lesson now. I thought, if the police think this is my fault, what's the point? Everyone is going to think it's my fault. People blame the victims because I'm the one who took a picture and sent it to someone. They think me trusting someone enough is... They think me trusting someone is enough of a reason to get punished. I was so ashamed that it took me a little while before I could even tell my mom. I eventually realized the pictures have been posted by someone who... At the time, I thought was a friend. I'd met him online oh when God. I was about 13, and he was 21. That's not a friend. Whoa! That is not a friend. I can promise you that. Um, we only... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Now, granted, I had friends when I was around that age that were much older than I was, but I knew them through... Like, one of them um, ran errands and cleaned my grandmother's house, and I um, was... Yeah, I had older friends in high school, too, yeah. but, like, knew them through, like, work and yeah. stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. not just blindly online. No. Um, we only met once in person. We were never a couple. But we were friends who flirted, and when I started, and I started sending him pictures when I was fifteen. I was your typical teenage girl oh, and thought no. it was cool to be chatting to someone older. 
No. What I didn't realize until a few years ago is that he obviously groomed me. He'd starting yes, posting, he'd, he did. Uh huh. He started posting the pictures in 2012, three years before I found out. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Throughout it all, I was still going to work. I told them pretty quickly what had happened. Because I found out in the office, they could see that I'd been crying on and off the phone to the police. But they didn't really understand what was happening. I was so anxious about everything and got in such a state. I was having suicidal thoughts. I went to the doctor and was prescribed some medication. When I went back to work, I was just so embarrassed. Every- well, when you get victim blamed like that, it does start to feel like, okay, I'll just die because there's no other solution. Yep. There's no other sc- escape. Yep. Um, <sighs> everyone knew about the revenge porn and I felt like a judged little girl. Christmas came and I realized how sad I was. I quit my job, pretending to my employers I had something else to go to. I went back to the doctor and he signed me off. I used the doctor's note so I didn't have to work out my leave. I've never really worked properly since. Oh no. I've tried to do bits and bobs, participating in some volunteer work and odd jobs, but sometimes my anxiety takes over. I've spoken at conferences about my experiences, and sometimes I worry that nobody is going to hire me because of this. I don't know how to explain it to people. I'd love to get back to work. I just don't know what employer will take me seriously and consider me without judgment. Oh my goodness. I don't like the phrase revenge porn because it is instant victim blaming. Revenge implies yeah. the victim has done something. Perpetrators have no excuse for hurting someone. Oh, or that's true. Someone. Yeah. Yep. The hardest thing for me to get over is the fact I will never, ever have control over those pictures again. For three years, anyone could save those pictures to their computers. But it is not mm-hmm. just mental abuse. It's a physical one, too, even though no one has touched you. They have presented victims' images without our consent. Sometimes it feels like I've been sexually assaulted, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because you have. Mm-hmm. I write about my experiences in order to process them, and my email is always open to any victims who don't know where to turn for help. Um... So, there is actually a revenge porn helpline in the UK. Um, That's good. Yeah. I don't know why we don't have that here. Uh, We absolutely should. Because it's the victim's fault, remember? Yeah. Um... This just took me to her site, I guess. I clicked on the email is always open thing that she did. Um, Oh, okay. Her website is called This Stuff is Golden. Um, And it looks like she's got a lot of cool stuff on here. She writes about um, depression, anxiety, and mental health, uh, raising awareness about revenge porn, inspirational quotes, uh, discussion about families, relationships, and sex. Um, her experiences with motherhood and feminism and opinion pieces and some of her attempts at poetry. Wow. Yeah. So That's cool. Yeah. Sounds like a good little blog. Yeah. So if you want to hear more from her, go to thisstuffisgolden.com and check her out because she seems Sounds really like a good cool. resource. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
All right. Well, are we are we ready for a game? I think I'm ready Let's for lighten, a game. <laughs> Let's lighten this up. <laughs> uh, is it my turn? turn? Yeah. Okay. So this is our game by Drunk Stoned or Stupid called If You Had To. Um, so if you had to, would you have clitorises all over your body? Oh, or- God. Um, <laughs> be hunted like an antelope by a bunch of wealthy colonial Englishmen. I pick yours. I pick I pick mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully this has been an eye- as eye-opening for you guys as it was for us. Yeah. Um, and um, let's just all try and have some compassion. <laughs> Seriously. For each other. That would be great. Um, it'll never happen. Humans suck, but we can all do our part. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, we love you guys. We hope you're staying safe. Thank you so, so much for listening. And remember... You are not a monster. Unless you do this, then you're a monster. Unless you do this, yes. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.